Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Angela Jackson, who is the mother of Jaden and Jalen McDaniels. So Angela, I'm so blessed to have this time with you so you can speak to us about your boys. So once again, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. So let's start with what were your boys like as kids? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, being in the house with three males, uh, they were really active, rambunctious little boys. Um, they, I, they were good boys. <laughs> <laughs> other than being like really super active, you know, they did things that boys do, but other than that, they were pretty, they're pretty good kids. Listen, I feel you. I was in the same situation. The only female with three males. I got you. So yes. <laughs> Your thing, do yeah. right? <laughs> so they're so close in age. So were they very competitive together? I would definitely say the youngest, Jaden, was competitive. Um, he was probably since he was the youngest, like in the entire, like in the family at the time when they were growing up. Like he was really competitive. He's way more competitive than than Jalen is. Yes. <laughs> so. How did they start playing basketball and who, in your opinion, gravitated to it first? You know, honestly, like they were both way interested in football. Like they didn't want to have anything to do with basketball. And they both played football at a really early age. Mm -hmm. And I would say early. He started sports like five years old, right? Yeah. So what happened was my nephew, my sister's son, was playing AU basketball. This is like second or third grade uh, for Jalen. And he was playing football at the time. And my sister's like, you know what? We would go to the games. And my sister would be like, you know what? Like, you're extremely too tall to play football. Like, you're too frail. You know, you're going to get hurt. Why don't you play? Why don't you play basketball? He's like, no, no, no. So we would always go to my nephew's AAU games. And one particular day, they were short on players. And the coach was like, can you have your nephew? Like, told my sister, can you have your nephew suit up for basketball? And he's like, mom, I really don't want to play. I really don't want to <laughs> And my sister's like, you're going to play, put this uniform on. So he goes out and he plays. And of course, you know, he wasn't honestly, I'm going to be truthful. Like he wasn't really that good because he wasn't coordinated or anything like that. So as we continue to go to the games and stuff like that, he's been forced to play basketball. So that's what started it. But before then they were like, they wanted to play football. They wanted to be football players, not basketball players. I love that. That is yeah. the same thing with my sons. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want no part of basketball. It was Nothing. all about football. It was. And I was saying to to Kem, who was now in the NBA, I was like, you're like a rack of bones. Like, <laughs> he was mm -hmm. tall, skinny, skinny, yeah. skinny. And I was like, good Lord. When he would play football and he would get tackled. I mean, I'd mm -hmm. sit there with my eyes closed and like, is he getting up? Is he getting up? Because he's yes. so yes. skinny. And yes. so I feel you. You know, I, I, I know what you're saying when you're, you're like, the, you know, they gravitated a little bit later yep. Um, yep. to the sport. I mean, and look, look where they are now, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so bring us to now, let's fast forward to their high school days. They both attended Federal Way in Washington. And at mm -hmm. one point they were teammates 
They were. So, Jalen was, uh, go ahead, sorry. No, that's okay. What were those games like for you? Um, Jalen, at the time, Jalen was a senior in high school and Jaden was a freshman in high school. Honestly, like, I would definitely say, like, I'm the biggest critic of the boys. Like, I would never be the mom that would be like, oh, my God, my boys are doing so well. Like, if they were doing things that are on the court, like, I would be coaching them or telling them, like, you guys need to do this or play, play defense, rebound the ball and stuff like that. Um, so me, I like would I wouldn't be in the crowd or if I was in the crowd, like I was up really high or I was down really low. So I could, I like completely zone out, like completely zone out and only focus on the boys and like what they did or what they didn't do or what they should have done and stuff like that. So when I'm watching them, it's like, I'm in a totally different world and I'm like mm-hmm. critiquing every, like every single thing for them. So okay, I, so- I would say that's probably every <laughs> single game up until now the NBA, but even still I do it. Coach mom, right? Never yes. being coach mom. Right. <laughs> well, when they're in high school, they won the class for a state championship together. So what was that like? I can imagine if it's a championship game and you're a coach mom, tell me about that game. You know, it was, it's like, you know, it's like you hear your kids always talking, like they want to win state and for them to both be on that same platform at the exact same time. Like I can just recall just the being there and how excited I was, not only excited, but really nervous for them, right? Because this is like how many brothers get to play together and how many brothers get to win a state championship. But to just to be there in the moment, I can look back now and see how I was front row, right? Cheering them on and Mm -hmm. like really emotional, right? And there's times where I'm like, even in the newspaper, like front page of the newspaper and I'm like, just cheering. So super excited. Um, but it's, I don't know, the feeling is, you know, you're just happy. You're just happy for your kids. You're just happy for them to be able to live out their dreams, you know, and, yeah. and do it together. I love the fact that they were teammates as brothers, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually it's like, oh, well, my really good friend down the street or right. whatever. But I mean, they were brothers, you know what I mean? Yeah. They are brothers and here they're playing together. So that's that to me is amazing within itself. Yeah. So Jalen went to San Diego State and Jaden went to Washington State. Mm-hmm. So what was their college recruitment? Sorry. What was their college recruitment like from receiving those letters in the mail to you deciding those must-haves that the schools had to offer in order for you to even consider your boys going there? So for Jalen, this is so crazy, is that, um, I don't know if you guys know, but my cousin is Jawan Howard, yes. and he played for Michigan, right? Yeah. And so for San Diego State and his other offers, like Texas and a few, I can't, Washington and stuff like that, yeah. Um, I think for San Diego State, like, for me, it always comes down to family, you know, and someone that you can like, someone that you can trust. And yes. though my cousin went there, it was, he was a big influence, right? Cause I, I talked about family and how I wanted my kids to be, um, well, Jalen to be with someone that's going to take care of him, right? Um, and so that was important to me. And so after like talking to my cousin and knowing that he was in good hands, and Jalen really wanted to go to San Diego State. I wanted him to go to Washington so I could be close to him and go to all the games and stuff like that. 
But um, after their visit, like I was completely sold on just their culture and the family piece. You know, like my cousin is still really close with the head coaches there at, at San Diego State. Um, and so is Jalen. So for me, it worked out. The family piece was there. And um, that's what drew me when Jalen said, Mom, at San Diego State. I was okay with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For Jaden, it was totally different. The recruitment was like, it was crazy. It was like, it was so much like yeah. for, I think for parents, like I think parents need a course in what, like what to expect <laughs> or how to yeah. handle handle the pressure right so he had he narrowed his recruitment down to five schools and we took visits to all those schools and San Diego State was one of them um and I wanted him to have that visit because of course the family piece right and your brother went there I'm familiar it was familiar familiar to it um he had Kentucky he had Texas and we you know, you build relationships with those like coaches in the schools and stuff like that. And Kentucky, it came down to Kentucky and Washington. And Washington, I could have went either way, right? I wanted Washington, so because I want my baby to be home, I wanted yes. him to be close. Yes. He's the last one. And I was for selfish reasons. It was because I I really wanted him to be close. Um, Kentucky, like I can't say enough about the coaches there and. The relationships we formed and even to this day they stay in contact with me right um so it came down to washington and you know he said mom i you know he was torn he was really torn between kentucky and washington and just one night he says i said you make the decision whatever decision that you make i'm i'm okay with it and so like 10 o'clock at night i see this post or something on social <laughs> media and i'm like going i went to his room you did it already you didn't say anything to me but um, yeah, he made the decision to stay home and I was okay with it. I was okay with it. I, I, I love that. I love how our kids hoard to social media. You're like, I am downstairs. <laughs> and you- <laughs> Exactly. I'm like down the hall. Like, why couldn't you come and tell me? He goes, mom, you told me that I could do it. I said, but I didn't know like you were just going to post it on social media. I thought you would have called or, you know, had some conversations first. Yeah, at least open the door and yell down the hall. Mom. Right, mom, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And slam the door at least. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome though. Yeah. So now let's go back to Jalen. What was it like watching him play college ball? Like, tell us about the San Diego State fans. And oh my god, yeah, San Diego State fans like the gym, like their gymnasium or arena. It's like always packed. Like the fans are like no other. I mean, really, like dedicated. Like they go all out. Um, they have these two little grandmas that they call them and they were just in love with the basketball players and they were, you know, they bring them things. They would make sure that they were okay. And they call them the little grandmas or something like that. But the fans are awesome. They were awesome. They, they go all out regardless, win or lose, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the arena once I, when I was there, it was, I want to say jumping, but jumping, it was like, yeah. it felt good to be in, in the atmosphere. I love crazy atmospheres. I love yeah, it. Yeah, was crazy. Yeah, my son went to UNLV. And okay. to me, it was like no other, right? And we played I love against UNLV, San Diego. by the way. Yeah, there you go. I love them. Back <laughs> in the Stacey Ogman days and all that. Yes, yes. He was actually uh, one of my son's coaches. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's amazing who you 
who you watch play and then later on in life, you're like, oh, he's a coach. That's fantastic. Because yep. yep. <laughs> you get to see them in a different light, right? Yes. So since Jalen played college ball first before Jaden, did he mentally prepare his younger brother on playing at the NCAA level? For Jalen, so Jalen redshirted his freshman year. Yes. And so that was that was hard. And I think from that moment and when Jalen was Jaden was preparing himself, you know, he always I always press push work. Like you guys have to work. You always have to work for what you want. And for me, like I don't want you to go half half on yeah. anything. And so that was something that Jalen and both Jaden. Like I communicated that they spoke about that. Like you have to put in the work. If you want to go to the next level, like you have to put in the work. College ball is way different than high school ball. It's fast paced. Mentally, you have to be ready. Like you start on high school. Like for Jalen, like it's hard for me not to be able to start. Like I've started all my life. So he mentally prepared him for that. Like just keep doing what it is that you're doing. You know, always go hard, always work. You have to put in the work. You know what? You're absolutely right because there's no time for rest, nope. right? Imagine. And they've been doing it for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of kids want the opportunities that our kids have. Yeah. You know, you're saying that, you know, he wasn't really sure or they weren't really sure which schools to choose or Jaden was debating Washington or Kentucky. And it's like, you know what I mean? how many young men wish they had that blessing where they had the option to choose. Some of them never saw a court, you know what I mean? They weren't as talented as they thought they were because you're only as talented as, as the recruiters think you are at the end of the day, they're the ones who choose you. Yes. Right. So our boys, it's good that they had that push, you know what I mean? Of reality because some of those think, Oh, I'm fantastic until yeah. things happen so yeah oh yeah it's at, at college like I said they've, they've always started so not going to college for Jalen and not starting it was it was hard or not even playing his freshman year that was really hard for him to deal with like mentally mentally yeah. yep so Jalen decided after playing one season that he would declare for the draft but later decided to withdraw his name just shortly before the deadline. So can you explain the thought process behind those decisions and what made him decide to go back to school for another year? You know, what's so crazy is that we never talked about going into the NBA. When Jalen called me and said that mom, I'm going to try out, um, I'm going to put my name into the draft or, and I was like, what? Like, I thought you were going to finish school. And, <laughs> and, and I had to come back to reality. Like, I know now you're telling me, like, I always said, like, you go to high school, if you can pay for college, just do college. So entering his name into the draft was huge for me because I had, I was thinking, okay, you're going to pay for college and you're going to finish. So when he called and he said, I'm going to try out, you know, work out for the different NBA teams. And I was like, oh my, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready for it. And and I had to tell him like, okay, if this is what you want, I'm going to support you with whatever. Let's get the feedback. Let's see what, let's see what the team say. And then let's make a decision as a family, as what, you know, what we're going to do. So, um, of course <laughs> he had feedback. Um, and a lot of teams told him like this, these are the things that we think that you need to improve on. Um, 
you know, if you if you stay in the draft, it's probably highly unlikely that you'll get drafted. So go back to school. And, you know, he was he was hurt, like he was he thought that he was ready. But we said, Jim, with all the feedback that you're getting, a lot of it positive too. Um, let's let's go back to let's go back. You've only played one season in college. Let's go back to college. And so he we decided as family to, to go back. You know what? And and that's great that he had that family backing because, like you're saying, he was for in his mind, he was like, No, I'm ready to go. But like I was saying earlier, you're just as good as the recruiters th- feel and think you are, right? So, right. and he's lucky he had that option to to go back and and develop and get better. Yes. So, is this now at that point where you're leaning more now on your cousin on Jawan Howard? I mean, he understood the process. Yeah. I mean, he so was drafted. He totally called. Like he totally called me, and he's just like, yeah. and you know, like. I think that if he goes back to school, I think that it will be it will be better for him. Um, you know, and I'm I'm here for support. You know, the coaches are there for support, and I I know like he's like I know I hear I'm in the NBA. I hear I hear things, and I know like and we were like that's you know let's do it. Let's go. Let's go back to school. Let's go of back course, to school. of course, and you're lucky that you had that. I mean, yes, Juwan was. Um, he was drafted, I think it was 94. Um, I mean, that was way yeah. before. Yeah, it's a Washington <laughs> Bullets. <laughs> and he played for like multiple teams. So he gets yeah. the process. He understands yeah. the process. So in my brain, it's like, you're blessed that you had this testimonial. You know what I mean? They could say, oh, listen, hold on. Definitely. This I don't think, like I said, it's even with the recruiting part, like you as a parent, this being your first child or this is your first experience with this, it's hard, like mentally like it's draining it's confusing you don't know you want to make the right move yeah and you don't know which is you know what's the right move absolutely having him was it was good it was good to to hear from a professional yeah because sometimes it's it's hit or miss right as 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 parents there's a lot of resources out there but if you don't know you don't know and how how are you going to ask for what you don't understand what to ask exactly. for, right? So exactly. lucky that you had that extra help. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because mm-hmm. we weren't really in the big, in the AAU. Like, I know, like, I just, my kids are just playing basketball. My kids yeah. are just playing basketball. And now what I know is, like, it starts really young, at a really young age that you build these relationships. You, yes. you, you're in the know. And I felt like, for me, like, it was last minute because I'm just like, come on. They're going to go to high school. Oh, they're going to pay. Oh, okay. You're pretty good. You probably pay for college. And that was my thought. I never even imagined, even though I'm sure they talked about it, about them being where they're, they're at today. Cause we didn't talk about it. It was always high school. Good college paid for it. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You see, and, and I love that you're saying that. I mean, for me, I had to navigate just um, with me living in Canada and not really understanding the NCAA system. Mm-hmm. So for me, I played basketball. Mm-hmm. I had a scholarship. Clueless, didn't care about it, didn't want to go. I was like, I'm done. Like after high school, no, after after college, I was like, it's okay. I, I, I don't want to go. And then here my kids, my son gets this opportunity. And I was like, wait, they pay for your your college? Mm-hmm. Hold on a minute. Yeah. And it was a whole new world that had to open up. But for me, I had to look and look and I didn't know where to go at the beginning. I had no idea who to speak to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm asking his coaches 
and they had great information, but at one point it's limited too, right? Because not that we're far, but there were at the time, for me anyway, basketball, uh, where I came from um, in Montreal, there weren't many kids that went to play NCAA ball in the States, or if they did, we never heard about it. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I, I get what you're saying, you know what I mean? So it's always good to have that, yeah. that, yeah. that resource. So tell us about what you enjoyed the most about seeing Jaden play there for one season before he declared for the NBA draft. Um, it was, I mean, being home, I mean, it was, it was good. It was good to be able to go to every single, single home game and the atmosphere there was crazy. They're, they're huge fans, you know, of, of basketball. Um, and just being around some of the alumni, you know, that, yes. that attended University of Washington. I mean, it was a good experience. Um, Washington was a little different for Jaden. You know, I don't know if you followed his college career, but he had some ups and downs and it was a little tough for him. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, listen, it's, it's, it can be tough. My son yes. too, um, he went to Pitt first before UNLV and he found it tough. And there's all these elements that our boys are not used to, you know what I mean? That make yep. it tough. Yep. So they adjust and they move forward. Yeah. You know I would I mean? definitely say it's like expectations. Like people have expectations yep. of your kids, right? Yep. Outside of the family. And I think that was something that he was dealing with and, and struggling with, you know, and Though we didn't, as a family, didn't talk about the NBA, you know, of course, mm-hmm. there's friends and everyone talking about, you know, your next and putting the additional pressures on him and stuff like that. So I think that's what his struggle was. Yeah. And that makes sense, right? Because here you have these two young kids that want to be in the NBA. They want to play in the NBA, but they don't know what comes with it. So this must have been an exciting time for you as you had one child entering the NBA draft and another one entering college. I mean, how did you uh, support both of them individually? You know, it always it always goes back to the beginning. Like I'm mom first, right? Yes. I'm, I'm mom first. And so I, uh, for Jalen, it's like him sitting out that first year, like I saw that he matured so, so much. Um, and that I, I felt like he didn't need me as much as Jaden, as Jaden did. So even though we talked every day after every game and stuff like that, I could see that my kid was maturing and that he was able to handle things. And so for me, I think that I focus a lot of my energy to Jaden because he's, you know, he's a baby. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he hadn't had that much experience as with Jay, you know, Jalen went off to college, you know, he was away from home for a year, two years. Um, So I was able to loosen the reins a little bit on Jalen and like totally focus on Jalen. Yeah, no, I I understand because, you know, like they're people feel all their brothers, but they're still two different people. You know what I mean? And everybody's different. My boys are night and day. So they're, (laughs) they're definitely night and day, but yeah, they're definitely <laughs> night and day. <laughs> so before we talk about your draft nights, tell us about both both boys' journey and how they had to prepare for draft night as they must have been significantly different due to COVID. Yeah, so for Jalen, it was during COVID. It was Jalen? No. So Jalen, um, 
he wasn't invited to New York and all of that. And so we decided that we would just have something small at home with friends, his agent and family. Um, and just have like dinner. Like I made his favorite mm -hmm. dish and he had his friends come over. Uh, he had his friends come over and mm -hmm. That night, that day, like you're watching the drop and it seemed like forever. It seemed like forever and ever. Mm -hmm. And the moment that you, like you wanted, like you're, you're, the agent's receiving calls and you're like, what's going on? Why isn't my kid? Like you look, I'm looking at my kid and I'm just like, it's, you know, it's going to happen. You know, we're here mm -hmm. for a reason. It's going, it's going to happen. So I just remember saying that to myself and he's outside because now he's like kind of he's not sure like what's going to happen if he's going to get drafted and as soon as I like said that to myself I turn around and I hear that my kids drafted at number 56 and I just like totally like broke down and he's outside like he had no idea so he's running everyone's running outside to get him because you know he's like I don't know if I'm gonna be drafted and um yeah it was just over from that point on it was just like overwhelming I just couldn't believe it um but Jalen's process after he was drafted like he still had to work you know he didn't have a contract that night or he didn't have it the next the next night or the next day or the next week months you know and he he continued to work and he, even though he was drafted to Charlotte, like he worked, he, he worked hard. And there were times where he was unsure. There was times where I was unsure. Like, I don't know how I'm going to support him. Like we haven't been here before and his role wasn't like everyone else's role. And I think that's what, when you get caught up, like, why, like, why is it, why is it different? And I always say to myself, like, you're put in the position that you're supposed to be in and you just have to work through it. Right. And yeah. you and you continue to work. And I would always tell him, like, you just continue to work, continue to work. Your work is going to pay off. It's going to pay off. Your road is different from everybody else's. Don't compare yourself to the next person. That's but right. no, like there's a million kids that would die to just even have the opportunity. And you have the opportunity. Do what it is that got you to this point. Just keep Absolutely. Doing it. Yeah. No, I understand where what your mindset is um, or what your mindset was at that time, because for my son, he went undrafted. Mm -hmm. So we sat there for hours and hours and hours. And after, and as a mom, as you're sitting there, you're watching your child face this devastation. You know what I mean? The reality is coming now. It's like, okay, I don't, not sure if it's going to happen. And of course you want to believe it's going to happen. I'm like, no, no, you're good. You're good. But then the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, what happens if it's, if, if he doesn't get drafted, how do I face him? Because now as a, you want to break down, you want to cry, but you can't because you have to be strong. And we got through it, but it was a tough night for him. I mean, he, he understood that, you know, it doesn't mean it's the end of the road, but when they got to that 60th name, at that point, it was the end of the road. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I I understand what you're saying because our boys go through so much emotions and a lot of people don't understand those emotions that they go through as basketball players, right? Mm -hmm. It's not as simple as going yeah. to a job 
interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's like, I would definitely, I would agree with that. I think that everyone would, people around me would say like, oh, it's okay. Or it's fine. Or like, you really don't under, if you're not in this position, like it, you don't know what to say. Like, you can't tell me how it is. Like, I know, like I am appreciative. I'm, I know that I'm fortunate and stuff like that, but it's like, if you're not about, I don't want to say it like that, but if you're not a basketball mom, like you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. People would say, oh, it's it's okay. And I'm like, okay, for who? Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But you've been blessed as a mom to experience draft night two times. Yeah. So let's now (laughs) talk about Jaden's draft night because now we're in COVID and you guys were, I'm assuming, at home? Yes. No. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's that I have rented out a hotel, like a, a room, a really yeah. nice suite at this hotel. And yeah. um, they were, it was going to be catered. He could have a majority of his friends. I didn't want people in the house because of COVID. Yeah. And like that Wednesday, the day before draft, I think draft was on a Thursday night, I think, or Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, the governor here in Washington declared no parties over X amount of like in a like a hotel or anything right. like that. So I'm like, oh my God. So that was canceled. So I'm scrambling. Luckily enough, my sister's friend had a huge Airbnb down close to the water, which was really, really nice. So it was like a huge home. So we were able to do that, um, have draft night there. But the process for Jaden was like totally different. Like yeah. there was so many things coming to the house, like boxes and packages and different stuff that you needed for draft night. Um, equipment, cell phones, laptops, like all types of stuff. And so we had to transport all of that to the location because we weren't going to be at home and um, call the NBA to set things up, having someone, a photographer in the house. Um, I wanted to make the scene like he was a draft night. So I kind of rented like a nice little table, black tablecloths, black chairs, <laughs> and then did like black curtains um, and had the little drop, uh, drop, the little drop thing that they give you. It's called some step. I can't even remember, but this little black backdrop that they sent um, that they had that you had to display. So I made it the the living room of the <laughs> of the house into like he was there on stage, you know, yeah. in the audience and during draft night or whatever. Um, so a bunch of his, he was able to have friends, family and uh, stuff like that come. His high school coach and his college coaches were there. Family were there. People, we were, had people on FaceTime and stuff like that. Um, but once, once the, the, the cameras started rolling and they started calling, you know, drafting the kids and stuff like that. And, you know, it's crazy because you hear all the feedback from the teams and how much they want you. And we're, if you're still there, we're going to get you. And as those teams came up for their pick and you realize like, are they telling everyone though? because I could see like Jalen, Jaden sat next to me and there were times where teams 
that said, hey, you know, if you're at this pick, but we know like things happen. This yeah. agent told him that, you know, things things will happen uh, during draft night that you like no one has any control, any control over it, you know. Um, but I just remember sitting there and you know how you say you see your kid's face mm-hmm. um and you're like it's gonna happen you know it's gonna happen like yeah. we're not here for it it's a it's a reason that we're here and I just remember feeling him and his hands were sweating and his demeanor had changed um, and he's seeing all of his friends get drafted, right? Yeah. Or guys that he's played against get drafted. And people that he was like, I know I'm going to be drafted before this person. And it didn't happen. And at pick 28. So what's so crazy is like, you see the cameraman coming close, like probably like from number 16 all the way down to 28. <laughs> and we're thinking something's going to happen. And that didn't happen. So at the 20, before the 28th, before he got picked, you know, his hands were sweating and he was unsure. He was, you could, I could tell that he was afraid, like, am I not gonna, am I not gonna go in the first round? And um, finally the cameraman comes over and he's like, okay, let's go. Let's, and we're like, oh my God. And so this is way before anyone on television can see this. I'm like, yes. I'm like, okay, let's get ready for this. And um, they call his name and and I just remember like my big, he's just like crying, you know, breaking down in tears. Like, I can't believe this. And you as a mom, like you're so like overjoyed, but you know, you're happy. You're happy for your kid. And uh, it was emotional. It was emotional because he doesn't cry. He doesn't cry about anything. <laughs> he's just like, He's, I don't want to say he's emotional, but he's not, he doesn't really show emotion at all. And so once he was called and uh, the tears started to, to come, like uh, they're coming for me right now. Uh, it was overwhelming, but I was I so it. happy for him. I, love I was it. so happy for him. And then from that point on, things just kind of took off. I love you reliving that joy. I love yeah. it. You yeah. know, here he was picked 28th by the Lakers, but then traded to OKC and then immediately traded to Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. I mean, was that, what was that like though? Like, did it really matter? It crazy. It didn't matter. I yeah. just know like Lakers is my favorite team of whatever. Oh my, Lakers is my all-time yeah. favorite yeah. team. And my, I was so crazy because I was just watching memories on Facebook but not moment the draft night was recorded and I relived it last night too and so I can hear everyone saying I didn't even hear that part like yeah he was going to the Lakers and went to OKC and I didn't hear any of that right because I was so in the moment mm-hmm. um but I could hear my my brother-in-law say oh my god he's going to the Lakers <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> when did all of that occur right <laughs> but I for me it didn't matter where he went yeah it didn't matter where he went I was just happy that that he was drafted and that now he gets to he gets to live out his dream absolutely so looking back at both of their rookie years what was it like for you to finally see your boys play an NBA game like were you there for their debuts no well I'm gonna tell you so for (laughs) Jalen 
it was so up and down with him. Like we didn't know if he was going to be in the G league, like playing in the G league or he was going to be. Um, So my nephew was there a majority of the time with Jalen when he's in the trenches and doing all that. Um, So I need to be honest. Like I do not, if I'm not there watching their games, like on television is so hard for me to watch Mm -hmm. games on TV. So I'll probably catch, I don't make, don't make me sound like a bad mom. I don't probably catch like the last quarter is the most because I get anxiety because I'm not there and I'm yelling at yes. the, like the television, I'm anxious. And so I can't do it to myself. And maybe it's like the last quarter of their games I'll watch, but then I'll kind of go on and see where, you know, I what they're that. doing. Um, I love that. I thought you were going to say you'll tune in for the highlights. <laughs> no, I don't. I won't even. I'm just like looking, okay, how many minutes? Like, oh my gosh, how many rebounds? Like, um, yeah. So my plan this year since COVID uh, is to definitely either we're planning as a family to go to Charlotte, mm-hmm. like the 26th yes. of this month, next week, right? Yes, um, Friday. They'll play to get, yeah, they'll play together. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, he'll, they'll be in Portland, which is only two hours away from me. So we'll do that. Um, I told them both I love Kevin Durant. <laughs> so I said I want to come when they both play Brooklyn or, you know, go to the Brooklyn game. Um, yeah, but I work full time still, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm newly married and have a have a life. So, you know, I want to give them their space, but then I also want to be there to support them and to see a live game um, and do the things that I did when they were in high school and college, you know, root them on, be loud. And oh, for sure. And, yeah. You know, you know, it, I find it tough with one son playing. I can only imagine with two. I mean, I look at my schedule between all the things that I do um, with the show and then with going to see Raptors games and then running all over the place. It's it's crazy. So I can only imagine yourself as a mom. Like, what do you do when your kids have games on the same night? Like, how do you you choose? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, do you flip back and forth? For me, it's really easy. It's really easy. Jalen typically plays. It depends on where they're at. Like one of them, sometimes they play. I, during the same time, but I know if I'm only catching the last few minutes of the game, I can just watch Jalen <laughs> and then I'll wait to watch Jaden or vice versa. So right. I, right. for me, it's like, it's okay. Yeah, I don't have to always choose. It's That's- me just tuning in when I, during yeah. my time. <laughs> <laughs> so your kids play for two different basketball organizations. What would you say in your opinion is something that they each enjoy about being a part of the Timberwolves and the Hornets? Um, I think it's the team. I think it's the teammates. I think it's the coach. I think it's the really like it's the relationships. It's what they've always um, since the beginning, like, and I've always talked about it. Like you want to build relationships, you want to have good relationships. You want to, and I think that's what they enjoy um, about both organizations I know the Timberwolves are under new organization you know new ownership right now it hasn't taken um effect yet but I just think for Jaden like I'm like you know who A-Rod is like uh yeah I've heard about them but I was super excited I'm like good (laughs) A-Rod's a new coach but um I just think they look like the family atmosphere of it the teammates the bonding with the coaches and getting to know the coaches yeah so as a mother of two professional basketball players, 
have you had a chance yet to speak or meet other hornets or timberwolves moms? And if so, how do they embrace you? So not not so much the hornets, but definitely the timberwolves during COVID. Um, yeah. We would do Zoom meetings of their shoot arounds. And so they would the timber the timberwolves would have a camera. And you could, we would be on like Zoom, the, the mothers, the families, the parents would be on Zoom. So we would be able to talk uh, through Zoom, like introduce ourselves to who's your child and stuff like that on the team and stuff like that. Um, but not so much with the Hornets. Yeah. Well, every organization is different, right? And they do yeah. different things. I mean, I've heard of organizations where they do um, bingos with the moms and they do, you know I mean? They send gifts and say, okay, we're going to have a Zoom call you know what I mean everybody wear what we sent you and let's okay. all chit chat and there's others where it's just like nothing so it all depends right, right? but yeah I mean it's it's different now um like the family room well for Toronto anyway the family room isn't opened yet right so I haven't had the pleasure to meet all the families yet so okay. met a few but just waiting so it's the same as you right you're, you're okay. only limited to who we can meet for now okay. For now. So, <laughs> so before we get into the fun facts, okay. tell me, what do you enjoy the most about being the courtside mom to Jalen and Jaden McDaniels? I, I would just say just seeing them live out their dream. You know what I mean? Yes. Being able to witness it. I think that's mm -hmm. probably what I enjoy most. If it's on watching them on television or being their courtside with them. This is being able to, to enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the moment. For sure, for sure. Okay, so now let's get to the fun facts. So who am I gonna choose? Jalen. So what was Jalen's go-to dish that you make that he must always have? When he comes home. It's probably curry, chicken curry. Mm, yummy. <laughs> Other than a basketball, what is one childhood item Jaden couldn't live without? Video games. Okay. Did they have nicknames? And if so, what were they? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jalen, I mean, he had many, but we call him Jay. Mm -hmm. um, Jaden, <laughs> we call him Fat. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So now we're going to ask an advice question. Okay. I love this because you were saying before that you're, you're very hard and you critique and I love that. So what advice would you give to another courtside mom about, a, about how to deal with a coaching decision that she does not agree with? I would, I've always been like this when it came to the coaches. I let them do what they, what they're going to do. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I can't disagree with a coach, right? That's their job. I'm just, I'm a mom. I'll let yep. them do, do the coaching. And I, I've never ran into an instance where I've had to disagree with a coach because you're the coach. I'm, you know, I'm the mom. That's your job to coach, not mine. Right. But what would you say to another mother who doesn't agree? Like what advice would you give to oh, her? Let the coach do the coach's yeah. job. Let them do their job. Like there's, if you're having, if you're having it or just go and talk to the coach. Yeah. Like I've had to do that. Like, but it wasn't, um, 
because I disagree with something. It was just to get a better understanding of like how you're going to use my kid or like the expectations that you have and that I have. Um, but if you have, if you have issues with the coach, make time to talk to the coach. Yeah. Go directly to the coach and talk to the coach about it. What advice would you give to a player about how to deal with a tough teammate? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I've always told my kids just to, you know, treat people, you know, how you want to be treated. You know what I mean? And if you have an issue with anyone, teammate, coach, or whatever, to have that have a conversation. Cause it could be like, it could be you, right? And you're feeling some type of way. And that person may not even have an idea. So have a conversation with, with the person. For sure. And my last question is if you could only give one piece of advice to another courtside mom, what would that advice be? You know, I would definitely say, you know, I always say like, I'm always going to be mom. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I don't want to say that I don't want to be a fan because I'm, I'm going to be the biggest fan. I would say, you know, live in the moment, live in the, live in the moment because not everyone gets this opportunity, you know? I love that advice. And it's so true. You know, yep. you like, it's, it's here. So yep. enjoy it while it's here. Exactly. You don't know how long it's going to be here. We have absolutely no idea. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I yes. love that advice. Yes. Man, Angela, I had a lot of fun with you. you and I learned so much about your babies. It's it's funny. I was talking to my son yesterday and I always tell him who, I, who, I, uh -huh. who I'm going to speak to. And I'm like, do you know the players? Have you ever met the players? You know what I mean? I know you played against the player on this day, this day. So he was like, yeah, that's cool, mom. He just loves it. So it, it, it he plays with Malachi Flynn, right? The yeah, Raptors, yeah. Right? And he's from right. Washington. And then Scotty Barnes, there's a whole relationship there with my cousin's son. They played high school together. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so small world. Yeah, small basketball world. Yes, I was going to say small <laughs> basketball world. <laughs> but you know what? We all got to stick together. We got to be there for each other. To me, it's like a union, a family. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's because, like you said, we we need to be there to support each other because mm -hmm. the basketball life is like no other. It's so different. That is true. That's yes. true. And and you with two kids going through this to me it's like i can imagine the wealth of knowledge that you're learning every single day just like us you know what i mean and you get to see it from different angles different teams different you know what i mean so so good for you thank good you. for you thank you Andy. and thank you. i thank you so much for coming on courtside moms and i ask that you please keep in touch i will i will I'm done, baby. I do it naturally. Oh, oh.